So you can, you know, there, there was a, a tradition in those days when you were fasting, you would wear a certain kind of clothing. And, and he said, it's not about what you wear externally. It's about rendering your heart to the Lord. Amen. And I believe there is something about us really calling on the name of the Lord that we, we need God to begin to move on us as a nation, on us as a people, as, as Africa. We need God to begin to move over our continent. Amen. That, that, that there needs to be a deliverance over our, our continent. That there needs to be a restoring of the voice of the Lord. And, and the Bible says, and the Lord will utter his voice. Amen. And, and the Bible says his camp is very great. And he is strong that executed his word. Amen. So Father, we come before you today. He said, you utter your voice, your word before your army. And so today, Lord, let there be a prophetic sound that will be released in this place, in our city, in our nation. We need to know the will and the word of the Lord. Father, nothing else will suffice. Nothing else but the now word of God. The, 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 the word of God that will begin to sustain us in this season. The word of God that will transition us into the purposes of God. And so today, oh God, this is our hunger. This is our thirst. This is what we desire of the Lord. That we, we, we know, oh God, and we pray like Jabez prayed. Oh Lord, that you will bless us and bless us indeed. Nothing more, nothing less than all, the, than all that you have determined for our life. And so today, Lord, we do not pray our will. But let your will be done. Father, I pray, let us know your will. Let us know and walk in your way. Father, help us to establish your truth. Help us to speak your truth in this day and in this age. And so today, oh God, move upon us. So as we worship and as we praise you, Father, we declare an open heaven over this house, over the lives of your people that are in this house and those that are joining us online. We pray today that may the heavens open over their lives. May there be just a divine release of divine word and divine mandate and divine plans and divine purposes, divine assignments of God. Let there just be an outpouring of grace in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, for everyone that may be just a little weary in their body. They may be weary in their spirits. Father, I pray, let them renewing, let them refreshing. Oh God, this, oh God, will sweep over them. Sweep over them, Holy Spirit. Just energizing their body. We speak to their body. We speak to their, their physical muscles and limbs. We speak to their members, oh God, to respond to the word of the Lord.
touching your mind right now. He's touching your heart right now. In the name of Jesus, they say rise up and be healed. In the name of Jesus, you are able, oh God. You are able, oh God. Yeshua, we bless you, we bless you. Father, tonight we're standing in the gap for our city. Right now, there has been ravaged with floods. For the numerous families that have lost loved ones, we pray today, God, you the strength, you the comforter. Lord, just touch them. For many that have lost homes, have lost property, that have been displaced in this hour, we bring them before you today, Lord. Let them know that there's hope in Jesus. Let them know the love of God. Let them know the grace of God. Let them know the peace of God. We bless you, God. We bless you, God. We bless you, God. We bless you, God. Father, we pray, O oh God, over our city and the manager, the mayor, O oh God, and all of the political leaders. We, we pray today, O oh God, even, O oh God, over the economy in our city, O oh God, it will be restored to a hundredfold. We pray that our infrastructure will be built up better than before. Father, I pray, O oh God, that the resilience, O oh God, as a nation and as a people, that we would understand that we can rise up and build again because of the grace of God. And so today, we pray today that the hearts of men will not fail them in this hour. We pray that the church and the body of Christ will be stronger in this hour, that our faith will be more resolute, our faith will be strengthened in you, that we come against the spirit of fear, we come against the spirit of calamity. We thank you right now. You're a God that is our deliverer, and we believe in you, O oh God, that today, O oh God, there's a rebuilding. There's a rebuilding. There's a restructuring. And we pray today, O oh God, that there's a shifting. In the name of Jesus. Just move over our city. That our city, O oh God, will be again established, O oh God, as a, a central force, O oh God, of the economy of our nation and of the nation of Africa. We believe, O oh God, that there is great things you have in store. And so today, that which the caterpillar, the cankerworm, and the palmerworm, the locust has tried to destroy, you are going to restore a hundredfold in Jesus' name. So bless us tonight, even as we get into your word. We believe that the entrance of your word brings light and life. So speak to us, Lord. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Bless the Lord. Amen. You may be seated. Thanks for worship team. I believe, God, that there will be testimonies of God's healing power. That God has released in this place this tonight, amen. When we couldn't just sing the songs without trusting God for a supernatural move of God, amen. And uh, more than the songs, I pray that there will be an encounter, amen. And so tonight, I want to speak to you from the book of Job. We're going to stay in the book of Job, chapter 2, and I want to speak to, uh, to you about seven supernatural blessings that God wants to release upon our lives in this moment. Amen? Amen. I want to speak to you about seven supernatural blessings. Now, you may think, uh, Pastor, you know, it doesn't seem to be the right time to be talking about supernatural blessings. We're just recovering from many things. But I believe in the midst of all of this, the promises of God still remains A amen. and amen. amen. Amen? And so I want you to not lose sight of the promises of God because of the challenges that we face. Amen? And I, I, I'm believing God and, 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 and friends and, 
uh, from all over the world have been calling and sending in messages and they're saying that their prayers are with us and there's people that are praying for us from all over and we thank God for them, amen, from Africa, from America, from, from, from Europe and we thank God just for their prayers, amen. Uh, it's God's grace that is sustaining us. It's God's grace that is watching over us, amen. And so we praise God. So go with me to book of Joel chapter 2 and we are at verse 23. And uh, I want to, as I said, I want to speak to you about seven supernatural blessings that the Lord is going to unfold. And in, in this time, the first one is the blessing, is a double portion blessing that the Lord wants to pour out on our lives. The Bible says, be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former rain moderately. And he will cause to come down on you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first one. Now, we know something about rain, right? Mm -hmm. uh, on, on Sunday, uh, uh, you know, Lorenzo and the team wanted to sing the song, Open the Floodgates of Heaven, that is rain, amen? And we said, no, 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 we just had a lot of flood, amen? And the rain wasn't stopping, but, we, but, but when, when the Bible makes mention over here, it speaks about the former rain and the latter rain in one month. This is a double portion. Amen. Amen. That means the first symbol of God's move up, uh, upon our life, supernatural blessings upon us, is that there will be a double portion. Amen. So we need to start to believe God that there's going to come a release of a double portion even over our lives. Now, rain was always a sign of fertility, always was a sign of, of God pouring out his, his blessings. Amen. Even the Bible talks about in Malachi, it says, uh, you know, trust me that I won't open up the heavens and pour you out a blessing. Amen. And, and often we know when the, when the heavens open, the, the only response of the heavens is rain uh, on the earth. You get snow, but you get more rain than we get snow. But the, the reality is, yeah, he says, I will give you the former and the latter rain in the in, in one month. So so God was saying, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a double portion. What what would have been only a single measure at a certain time? I would I would pour rains. And we know there's been something supernatural about everything that is happening right now. And I want us to understand all of Joel, the book of Joel is a very prophetic book. Uh, that means he, 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 earlier in the same chapter, he says, blow the trumpet in Zion, sound my alarm in thy holy mountain. God was saying to them, announce. That means pr the prophetic, part of the prophetic voice is making announcements. And it's making announcements of not necessarily what you can see right now about what is going to come. And I want you to know right now it may seem bleak. Right now it may seem difficult right now. But I believe this is a great time for God to work. I believe this is a great time for God to show up. Amen. I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, uh, another apostle from, from Rwanda, and we were talking, and he said, General, you know, when I, when I was deciding to call you, I, I, I thought, you, you know, everything, you know, going to feel like a weight. And he says, but I didn't expect you to be behaving like this or, or talking to me like this, you know. Uh, you, you know, you seem so confident that God has got everything. And I said, that's it. God's got it. Amen. Uh, you, you know, one of the things I, 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 as, as part of who I am is I won't cry wolf or cry for help when God has already taken yeah. care of Amen. Amen. You know, there's some people that are abusing the situation and embellishing everything, but we, we, we're not going to do that. We're going to say, God, your hand has been broken. You have been providing, you're protecting. I'm not going to open a doorway for the enemy to come yeah. into our lives. Yeah. Amen. And so I, I want to prophesy to you, no matter how difficult, I, I said to you the last three years seem to be so many things, from, from the pandemic to last year's riots to this year's floods. It seems like there's just something, when we think we're overcoming one hurdle, there's another thing, obstacle, and there's another obstacle. And, I, and, I, and somehow I can see the resilience in the people of God. I can see that even in the times that we've been tested, we are coming out stronger. Yeah. Our faith is increasing. Yeah. I, I know there's many that have been negatively impacted, but I've seen that those that know their God, Amen. 
the Bible says those that know their God will do great and mighty exploits. And so I'm believing God that this will be a season of the double portion. So the first supernatural blessing is a double portion. But the second one is a financial abundance. Amen. The Bible says in verse 24, and the floors will be full of wheat and, and the, fats, the vats will overflow with wine and oil. I'm here to declare tonight that there is going to be an abundance of financial breakthroughs in your life. Amen. Amen. Some of you are working for companies. Some of you are running your own businesses. Some of you are believing God for, for, for turnaround even in your business. When work starts to increase, don't complain there's more work. Say, God, we are thankful. Yes. Amen. That more work means there's more, more, more income. Amen. That more sales means more work. Amen. And more work means that God is going to begin to supernaturally provide. I'm here to say to you there's a financial abundance that is coming to the house of God. Get ready to learn how to steward what God is about to place in your hand, what God is about to bless you with. And I want you to understand the people that thought it would never happen, they're going to miss the hour and miss the moment. And I'm here to say to you, you've got to discern the moment. You've got to discern the open door. Remember when we spoke about, uh, we, spoke, we, we spoke about a few weeks ago from Acts chapter 10 about Cornelius. Yeah. And, 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 and how uh, God will send, will, will be speaking to Peter at the same time he's speaking to Cornelius. And God will send Peter to Cornelius. Amen? And, 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 and God said to, to, to Peter, he has a door that is open to him. You know what is the amazing thing? That sometimes the doors that we are thinking about, not all the time, are physical doors. Yes. Sometimes the doors are people. Cornelius was the door that God was using for Peter to establish his ministry amongst the Gentiles. So sometimes you are looking for a physical door, but a door can be even a person that God can use to open up. And how many of you know, don't assume the capacity of what God is opening up to you by the size of the door. Yes, amen. The size of the door yeah. Yeah. is not necessarily the, the capacity of the room. Yeah. The size of, you, you see, sometimes we have snubbed certain opportunities because we looked at the door, we looked at the person, we looked at the business, we looked at the, the ministry opportunity and we said, this is not the best place for us. This is not going to establish us or set us apart. But I want you to understand that in that room can be someone that can open many, many other doors to you. And I want you to learn how to discern the door. Remember, Peter was fighting the assignment. Because it was not in his cultural bias, his cultural prejudice, his, his whole thinking of what is clean and unclean, to whom the gospel should go and whom should the gospel shouldn't go. Sometimes our own prejudices and biases keep us from certain doors. But God in his, in his, own, in his own intellect, God in his own wisdom wants to break through your biases. And in that, he will take you to a people, he will take you to a place that you would do not regard as any value, but in that place, God will bless you. God will establish you. I want you to understand, discern the doors. I'm here to say to you, this is the year of abundance, financial abundance, that God is going to begin to restore to your life. So this is the second blessing, is financial abundance. Verse 25 speaks about Restoration. The third blessing, supernatural blessing, is restoration. I will restore to you the years. Huh. We can stop there. It is only God that can restore time. You've heard them say time is water under the bridge. That means it's time that once time passes you, 
you're not going to get it back. But God's promise, God can supernaturally begin to bless you. And he says, I will restore the years. The locust has eaten, the canker worm, the caterpillar and the farmer worm, my great army that I sent amongst you. He says, I will restore the years. That means whatever was lost to you, God is going to restore not only what you lost, the stuff, the material, the, the, the business opportunities, the, all that that represented, God will restore the years to you. That means everything in a quicker period of time. God can accelerate time so that you will feel like you never ever lost out before. It may felt like a few years, but in, in, in the light of, of what God will begin to do to you, do in your life and for you, everything that you have lost, the time that you have lost, God will begin to make you forget it because of how God will accelerate his blessings and his favor. It will feel like you never lost time. Amen. Some of us sit with a lot of regret and said, if I had it, if I had more time. If I had, I had this to do it over again, I would do it this way and I would do it that way. I'm here to say to you, as a blessed man and as a blessed woman, the blessings of the Lord says God will restore time to you. Then he comes in and he, and he talks about restoration. Restoration means that it will feel like there's no lack anymore. I'm here to say there's going to be no deficiency. You're not going to complain and say, I would have been better off if this happened. You're going to be in that place where you will see the hand of the Lord. The uh, point, uh, point number four in the supernatural blessings that the Lord has for us is going to be uh, the blessing that God wants to release is a blessing of miracles. Look at, look at verse 26. And you shall eat plenty and be satisfied. Praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you, and my people will never be ashamed. Amen? That means I want you to understand that God's miraculous power on your life means that you will not be ashamed. You are going to have plenty. This is the miraculous grace of God. Remember that in... in, in, in in Joel chapter 2, he's talking about uh, the things that is going to happen. And God is saying there are so many things that the enemy is going to want to try and do. But God is saying if you turn to me, if you pray, if you fast, if you, if you turn in weeping before me, I'm going to respond. And this, from verse 23, we are reading the response of the Lord to a people that have turned towards God. You know, right now, there are so many things that, are, that is happening, so many people that are speaking certain things. You know, you know of, the, uh, of the one video that is making us turn, of, of the pastor speaking about the restoration of, uh, of some things, and, 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 and it didn't make sense. Didn't make sense what was being said. But the reality is that I believe that God is doing a miracle in his church in this time. God is going to begin to do such a miracle in our lives that the Bible says you shall eat and be plenty, you'll be satisfied. I'm here to say to you, many people are saying our economy is bad, our political situation is bad, things are going gloomy and gloomy. I mean, if you read all the news, you read all the, the, the predictions, you read all of this, you won't get up from your bed. You won't do anything anymore. But I want you to understand, you put your hand to the plow. You continue doing the work. God is about to take care. What is up to God, let God take care of it. I'm going to continue to be faithful. I'm going to continue to, be, uh, to, uh, to trust him. I'm going to believe my God because my God says he'll never, uh, he will never leave me nor forsake me. He will be with me to the end. And the Bible says it here. He says, my people will not be put to shame. The church of God is powerful and the church of God is victorious. And so when we speak about the blessings, supernatural blessings of the Lord, part of it is the miraculous signs and wonders of God. That means miracles is not something that we can do or engineer on our own. This is the sovereign hand of God at work in the lives of men and women where we begin to understand this is not of us. All that I have need of, your Lord, your hand 
has provided. Yeah. This is the miraculous hand of God. But then we go on to point number five, and it says in verse 27, this is God's divine presence. What is the supernatural blessing? You are assured of God's divine presence in your life. You know, that's the most powerful thing. Yeah. Moses begins to make a statement and he says, God, if your presence wouldn't go with me, do not leave me from this place. David says it like this. He says, cast me not away from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of my salvation. Joel says it like this. And you will know that I am in the midst of Israel. And that I am the Lord your God. And none else. And my, and my people shall never be ashamed. Hear me, hear me church right now. The God of, of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. God Jehovah Yahweh himself. He says and you shall know that I. The I am. Remember when, he, when, when Moses says, how are, how are the people going to know what is your name? He says, tell them I am sent you. And here he comes in Joel and he says, I am in the midst of Israel. And that I am the Lord your God and none else. We've got to understand, it's God alone. Amen. That we need to understand he's Yahweh. He's the great and mighty God. He's El Elyon, the strong and mighty God. We got to know him. We got to know who our God is in, in the Bible. All the different names refer to the different attributes of God. It's not different gods, it's a different attribute of God. Amen. So here we believe that he says that I am the Lord your God and none else. Don't be confused. You cannot raise any other God in the same level as our God. He's Jehovah. Hallelujah. He's God Almighty. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. We've got to understand that don't place him, don't equate him, don't place him on the same level as anything else. The Bible says you shall serve no other God beside me. Amen. So this is it. I want you to know that one of the blessings is having the divine presence of God. I mean, you can be in the midst of a storm. You can be in the midst of the worst situation in your life. If God is with you, you are confident that you're coming out of it. Because God is not a failure. God will not give up. God will sustain you, watch you, he'll carry you. In the midst of everything, God will watch over you. He, he says, I'm your sustainer. He says, I hold you in the palm of my hands. Yeah. We used to sing the old song that used to say, he's got the whole world. Yeah. In his hands, he's got the whole world. In his hands, amen. Even when it says, he's got you and me, brother. In his hands, you and me, sister. In his hands, amen. God's got you. I want you to understand this. I said this uh, uh, a few weeks ago in the sermon. I says, God's got you. Yes. Therefore, you've got this. Amen. And so whatever this is, you got it because God's got you. Yes. If you know who's got you, you'll be confident yes. in everything that you're facing. So understand, you've got God's divine presence. Then you've got the blessings of God upon your family. That's the, the, that's the next one. Uh, 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 verse, uh, verses 28 and 29, it says, And it shall come to pass afterward, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh, upon your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Old men will dream dreams. Young men will see visions. Upon your servants and your handmaids, I will pour out my spirit uh, uh, on that day. And it says, And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood, fire, and smoke, and pillars of smoke, the Bible says. Amen. The Bible says, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So God's got you. The blessing will be upon your family. Amen. Amen. So we, we sing the song. Amen. That God's going to bless you, your children and your children's children. The Bible said the seed of the righteous will be mighty on the earth. I'm here to say to you, irrespective of what is happening in your home, even if that child is rebellious right now, you say the seed of the righteous will be mighty on the earth. You're born of our lions. You are covered under the blood of Jesus. And right now you may not be behaving 
like the, like the child of God, but I speak you into the kingdom. I speak you into kingdom purpose. I speak you to have a divine encounter. They may seem like they have a mind of their own. They may seem like they're prioritizing their own things. But God, bring them under the covering of God and say, Lord, you said my household, as for me, like Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Our children will serve the Lord. Our grandchildren will serve the Lord. Our great-grandchildren will serve the Lord. Our home will begin to speak of the glories of the Lord. Our legacy will be a generation after generation that will speak the word of the Lord. Our family you know, one of the hardest things in life is to have, to have the greatest measures of success that the world can measure as successful and yet not have your family walking in the world of the Lord. And I pray today that this will not be the, the, the birthright of the believer. The Bible says a supernatural blessing upon your family. And then the last thing is the blessing that God desperately wants to release on us is a blessing of deliverance. Amen? That in verse 32 it says, And it shall come to pass, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in the mountain of Zion, in Jerusalem there shall be deliverance, as the Lord hath said, in a remnant whom I shall call. Amen? God doesn't need to save by many. The Bible says he can save by many, or he can save by few. God's got you. God's going to deliver you. Amen? That means I want you to understand, no matter what the situation, no matter what you're facing, God's got you. God's going to deliver you out of it all. And I want you to understand that this is what he says, whoever shall call upon my name, the name of the Lord, God will deliver. Don't, don't think you can handle this on your own. You may say, but pastor, this is a small thing. I can handle it on my own. Big or small, release it to the Lord. Let him fight. Let him